0: Today, I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly.
1: I'm Alice Zhao.
0: And I'm Curtis Herbert. And this is Independence, a show about a study group at a community college that accidentally becomes a close-knit <laughs> group of friends. And wait, no, actually, ugh, sorry, hold on. Wrong wrong show. This, This is a show where the three of us talk about our efforts to make a living from the web and mobile. Yeah. So over the past few weeks, and the reason that i got a little confused there is that we've talked about oh it took me a second to see what you did there that was clever
2: sir
1: what how did you not see that earlier
2: wow i feel like casey Liss.
1: i was about to say who gets to be troy who gets to be avid
2: wow. <laughs> casey if you're listening that's a reference i hope you got it
0: <laughs> so over the past few weeks Uh, We've talked about beta testing and bringing people on board with your app, like getting new users, evolving your app, pulling out rugs. And I think one of the key threads that has been throughout all of these topics has been community uh, in a way. And that is building up a group of people that use your product and getting them excited about it. And I guess theoretically getting them talking to each other. And so this got me thinking a little bit about the things that we do to try and build such a community and the things that we've seen others do to great effect and the stuff that's failed and any ideas that we have to take it further. But before we get to all that, I guess it's probably important to ask, why do you two think that it's important to build a community around your app? I
2: don't know. I guess for me, I would think it's important because I'm trying to put a product out there that I love. And I'm hoping that my users are going to love it just as much. I mean, I get plenty of hate mail, but I also get plenty of love mail. It's nice. Please continue to send the love mail. It it, And it's something that, like, if they're going to love it, they're going to want to share that. And I feel like that's at the heart of the community is, you know, you're giving them something that hopefully they're looking forward to. They're looking forward to your next big release, your feature, you know, what you're working on, or maybe like I've seen some people out there, like the the community around them is excited at the author themselves of the app. And like not only the new features they're working on, but what other apps and stuff like that. And you build a community around that. So I I, I think the center core there is like, the interest and the passion around either the person or the thing that's launching and they're going to want to talk about it. And I think if you focus on building a community in your, around your app, that just helps amplify getting your app or yourself out there. And at the end of the day, if we're trying to make a living on the app store, the better we can do to encourage the users to help us grow by sharing that love to their friends then that helps our business and that's really good.
1: So I, yeah, I I agree with so much of uh with what you said. And I think as indies, it's really important for us to look and feel like we're actual human beings around this business because we are the only human beings.
2: Everyone else is a Russian bot.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: They've moved on to making apps in the app store. <laughs> <laughs> they what? gave up on Twitter. They That's... won the 2016 election, so now they're on to apps, the next big game. They also gave up on
0: sending us feedback emails. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha.
1: laughs> I miss them. Suck so. that
0: Russian bots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really important for us to, because we're the only ones running this show, for users to realize that there is a person behind this product and that we do care about it a lot. And that helps them... You know, see that it's it's not just this faceless thing. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe it helps, you know, excuse like hiccups here and there. But really, it's just to be able to project how much we care about it. Um, so I think I see it more as like voice of just like who we are and why we're doing what we're doing.
2: When to tack on maybe to my answer, just to cover the spectrum and make sure Jelly has nothing to contribute to this between Alice and I. <laughs> I, I didn't take psychology, but I have to assume there's some psychology here of kind of base human nature is we're tribal. We like communities. Yes. And we like that feeling of belonging and having other people to relate to. And if you have a community around your app and you have enough people that are passionate enough to be a part of that, that can be an appealing community for people to be a part of. You know, look at any science fiction. They have big communities around that kind of stuff. And that's a big draw there. And people feel like they can identify with that community if it becomes a big enough part of their life and it's important enough most apps aren't going to reach that level my goal is to be the star trek community one day let's be real here
0: so so you're (laughs) aiming to have like a church of slopes is that is that what you're going for
1: (laughs) yes
2: i'll need a better name i'll get back to you by the end of the episode this is where i wish we had a live thing and people could suggest things oh wow
1: trademark that
2: (laughs) but anyway like I, i i think that you know TLDR people just want to be a part of a community and if we can enable that that just helps us
0: (laughs) one of the things that I actually appreciate and it's sort of the flip side to all of this because a lot of it is uh, both of your answers are sort of like it's really good for the users to be able to feel like they're part of a community But I play music sometimes, and I've played on stage. And one of the things that you get when you play music on stage, especially when you're in, like, you've got a decent-sized audience, is that the audience, if they are feeling the music, if they are enjoying it, they're going to get excited about the music, and you can feel that, and that gets you excited, which in turns turn makes them more excited, and it's this loop of like excitement. It's the excitement loop. It's a hype train. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep snowballing. I think you're mixing metaphors there, but Probably. I don't think trains snowball. I don't think you want a train <laughs> to be snowballing. That doesn't sound right. Probably not. It's just this thing of where it's it's good for indies to have that sort of feedback. And even if that feedback is just like, I really love what you're doing, keep doing it. It's that's not super constructive and it's not the sort of feedback that you're looking for in say a a beta or a or 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 you know, if you're getting uh, you know, Support requests or anything like that, but sometimes... Oh, I
2: love those in my support requests.
0: No, no, no. Back up the train there. I love those in my support (laughs) requests.
2: In the middle of all the other ones? Oh, those are so nice.
0: It's just nice to be able to see people that are using your app and and really excited about it. Like, one of the things on my bucket list is to see somebody in the wild using my app that, like, without any sort of prompting from me. Yep. That would be... I have yet to see that. That would be, like, the best thing. Yeah, same. And other people have done it, but not me. Sure. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Yeah, I I see it like not as naturally, but like I'll have friends who I haven't seen in a while, and you know we're hanging out, and they're like, and they go to their kids, hey, did you know this is the person who makes nice. Gus on the Go, and they're like, and their minds are blown because they're you know five, but <laughs> they're like, wait, you did? I don't get it. What? <laughs> you're you're an Owl? How did you put this um, on my but phone? Yeah, it- <laughs> magic.
0: <laughs> and sorry, I. I feel like there's a lot of reasons to build community and to be excited about the prospect of having a community around your app. So why don't we talk a little bit about where we've seen products and apps and stuff like that, where we've seen them do like, build communities and build them really well and use them to good effect.
2: So, I mean, not not an app, and I'm not intimately connected with this community, so I can't speak to how big it is, but at least looking at it from the outside, the Relay.fm podcast network, they definitely seem to have a community around some of the individual podcasts and around the network as a whole. And in fact, they have a big meetup, if I remember correctly, at WWDC, a uh, live podcast. And a lot of people, well, a couple hundred, I think, if I remember correctly, show up to that. They definitely have a community. Um, I always remember the Pen Addict podcast seems to have quite a community around it, if you're a connoisseur of pens. And that's that's been interesting to see. I wouldn't expect that necessarily for podcasts, but they they've turned it from fans to a community, which has been really cool. And I've seen other ones, uh, you know, that I think the narwhal Reddit app, uh, they have a subreddit that I'll see a lot of people participate on. Some apps I'll see do something like that. But I, I think for me, one of the, the ones that always kind of stands out is the Relay FM network. That, that definitely seems like a, a community that's not just fans and it's actually been cultivated to some degree. I don't know what efforts they specifically have put in, but it, it certainly feels like it's been cultivated and encouraged somehow.
0: Well, they obviously have things like, like memberships. They have the paid membership stuff. Which obviously is, I, th- I think that's part of it in in a way. Like it's not it's not part of the whole thing, but it's certainly part of of that sort of community that they've built. And memberships tend to give you, like memberships tend to do with everything else, is they give you benefits and they give you things, uh, more shows to talk about and more shows to like to enjoy and stuff like that. But overall, I think it's because people love the people doing the shows like
2: yeah oh yeah it's well deserved don't get me wrong like mm. I, I definitely understand why there could be a community around that there's a lot of great personality there that people want to connect with and identify with
0: and I think that's part of it is these personality like is the network has I mean the, the network itself doesn't have personality but it does have hosts sure. and in particular Mike and Stephen the two founders the hosts with the most well that's probably true in all, in all honesty they are also like, they've also got personality, a really approachable and genuine personality that people really enjoy. And we, we've talked about personality. I think we've talked about personality and putting personality into your app and, and and kind of approaching that like in that way. And I think that's what, that's something that they've done really, really well is create a personality. And honestly, it's just, a, it's a genuine thing because it's, it's people, but have a personality that People are attracted to, and with an app, it's hard because you don't like the app doesn't have a person in it. But it, it, it's something that we've definitely talked about, and it's something I know that I've tried to achieve with GifRap. I don't know about the two of you. Have you tried like having giving your app a personality of of sorts?
1: Oh, besides having Gus on the go, the owl globe trotting owl. <laughs> no. So I think I've talked to Curtis about this before, where I, I mentioned like that he should give his um, users kind of like this club feeling, um, and and one thing I was reading from another um, social media guy, he was just like, well, the reason there's a reason why oh, I, hate, I can't believe I'm saying this name out loud. Justin Bieber calls his <laughs> like fans like believers or something, but like the fact that he like gives them them a name calls them something. <laughs> it kind of like automatically includes them yeah. into this little like community. Why did I? I'm embarrassing myself. I don't even like this guy. What's well, where? I, like,
2: so I actually, you you mentioned that you were trying to get me to do that, and I started to do that with the release I have coming out in the early November, where I kind of rebranded to Slopes Premium, and they get like a little, the little logo yeah, for Premium yeah. is now part of their avatar wherever you see it in the app, so it feels like yeah, you're kind of in something. So I did listen to you.
1: Only if you pay. Yeah, only if you pay. <laughs> you did, you did. I did listen to you. It took uh-huh. me a
2: year, but I listened to you.
1: But I think that's a little bit different. I think um so. When I address, I tend, sometimes when I like say something on social media, I'll just address them as language lovers, just mm. because I'm. I, I couldn't. I don't know. It was weird to try to like bring like Gus on the go into a one one word to capture all of them. So I just call them language lovers. So it's it's almost just like you're addressing them. Semi-personally, Slope because they're servers. already, like, hooked in. Yeah, yours doesn't work either. But... <laughs> Slopers. Slopers. Gif wrappers.
2: <laughs> Gif on wrappers. Giffers. Giffers. No. I no. <laughs>
1: <you> say giffers, <laughs> I just think everyone's putting peanut butter on some top somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Premiums. Premio. premiers, Pre... No. No, that's not good. Double Black Diamond Elite members. You could just call them diamonds. <laughs> they're your diamonds. Diamonds in the rough. I mean, ideally,
2: they won't be in the rough. Ideally, they're in the snow. <laughs> they're in the rough. They're in the wrong hemisphere. <laughs> Probably
0: in the wrong sport. They're,
1: they're by jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's
0: people that, that play golf. That sounds right. Yeah. Not that Ruffers. I <laughs>
1: Yet another sport I will not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yet another sport for people with money, <laughs> not in <Non-indies. laughs>
1: <sighs> Yeah, look, I,
0: I think one of the things that one of the ones that I've sort of seen work really well is podcasting apps. And I know we're talking a lot about podcasts spinning off of the relay stuff. A lot of the podcasting apps tend to do the same sort of thing. I think it's partially because of the fact that podcasts are so important to people in their daily lives, and you see that it's part of. Pop culture at the moment, like these days, really people love their podcasts, loves to talk about their podcasts, and so they tend to gravitate towards very specific podcast clients. And that's, I mean, the two that come to mind: Pocketcasts and Overcast, which both have pretty strong communities built up around them. People that love them, people that talk to each other. They both have Slack channels that they use to uh, communicate with each other and with the with the um, developers and stuff like that. It's that's definitely one that I've seen I've I've seen do really well do like and almost without effort I guess
2: yeah I think the podcasting apps are a good example and they might have don't want to trivialize but they might have an easier time because like you were saying podcasts themselves because they have hosts and personalities they tend to have communities you know they're a form of entertainment just like I was saying sci fi. So, if you talk about, uh, you know, there's a ton of podcasts that are comedy or anything. Like, there, there are huge communities around those. So, I feel like that lends itself to people using the app. They're going to maybe gravitate towards having a community around that because they're already using the app to experience their communities. So, the app itself becoming a community is not a far logical leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that... That might be one thing that, like, the podcast apps haven't had to, like, try to implement a community necessarily and grow it as much as some other ones because they kind of had natural communities already forming there.
0: So what you're saying is you wish you had a podcast app?
2: No, I don't. (laughs) That's an arena I don't want to play in. (laughs) There are already some great podcast apps out there. I don't need to put my hat in that ring.
0: But what if, okay, so what if you had a podcast app, but your, your progress through the podcast was determined... By your progress down the ski slope. So I'm
2: (laughs) dangerously envisioning that smart speed now is based off of your real life speed. (laughs) So if you're going like above 50 (laughs) miles per hour, everyone sounds like a chipmunk and you've got to like pace yourself. But if you're on like the easy bunny slope, everyone is just talking like this and it's torture for you and you really want to get on that blue slope.
1: (laughs) But for me, I would just be like, I'm in the lounge. What speed is that playing? At? Zero.
0: <laughs> it, it won't start playing.
1: Oh well, I'll take a nap. S- send a send
0: a support request. This doesn't work. One star.
1: Worst app ever.
0: <laughs> so, what are the things that we've actually tried to do in order to build a community? Like, uh, have you have you have either of you tried any approaches to sort of foster a community around uh, your respective app? Oh god,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I've hid under my desk. <laughs>
1: that's a good strategy.
2: No, really, that's my answer. <laughs> I've been yeah. terrible at this.
1: <laughs> I was actually really shocked that you were like jumping into. It. I'm like, whoa, what's he going to say? <laughs> Surprise! <Lex Gritty. laughs>
2: no, no, I've had ideas. Um, one thing I've always thought, uh, since there are athletes in my sport is something like having uh, some of the more prominent athletes maybe, you know, blog or somehow contribute to content for Slopes and start to build a community around that. And and I do want to make a distinction here, though, because I don't think we made this earlier, but might have alluded to it, is there's a difference in my mind between communities and fans. Communities are generally made up of your fans, but fans can also be isolated. So I think right now Slopes has a lot of fans, people that reach out to me on Twitter or my support, system, or however they connect with me. I certainly have a feeling of people out there that are passionate about slopes. However, I don't feel like they're interconnected. And for me, that's the definition of a community and what I would want to grow there and why right now I'm saying I've done jack shit to actually foster a community because they've become passionate about slopes and I'm passionate back with them, but I haven't really done much to get them to mingle And I feel like that's the important stage of the community. So I feel like maybe I have a little baby seed of a community going on there. But I really haven't done much to actually try and foster that community beyond trying to ship a good product and trying to be friendly and out there and share my passion with people who are also interested.
1: So there's a couple times I think like I totally hit it out of the park. There was one person who reached out to me and just said, Hey, would you ever consider making Gus on the go in Vietnamese and FYI? I had just adopted someone from Vietnam and it would be great for them to connect with their heritage language. I I, you know, I sort of hesitated, said, Yeah, we could try to put it together. It might take a little while. It's really based on on just interest. And so I think because I sort of hesitated, this person like went into her own community of fellow adopting families that are adopting from Vietnam and said, hey, everybody spam this <laughs> this um, person. She might make a version just for us. Just do it. And so we got all these emails. We're like, what is happening? And we realized they were talking to each other to make this happen. And we're like, let's just do it. That's and great. And so like we found that that community found us. Yeah. We didn't cre- have to create it. It was already there. But we just served them. And we did the bet you know, we turned it around and everyone got really excited about it. Again, I don't think we made like a ton off of it, but for these people, it was exceptionally meaningful. And so they were willing to tell everyone in their tiny community about it. So that was pretty cool. And then similarly, we also had someone looking for a Romanian version of our alphabet posters. And... I said, you know what? I would be happy to do it. Just work with me and I'll have it in a couple of weeks. And once I did that, she told her entire community as well. And that one's a lot bigger than like adopting families from Ireland, you know, uh adopting from a very specific country. This was like her huge like network of the Romanian diaspora in the US. And she also we also did like a giveaway giveaway of the the romanian app and the posters and it was like a huge success like everyone like got really really excited about it so i feel like I've, i'm have i good at like i shouldn't say that because they can't found us but like when these opportunities arise i will make sure you know we go as far as we can with it because it's a huge opportunity although i realize that's probably hard for you guys <laughs> it's a different different user base
0: yeah it's I, I'm in this weird situation with GIF Wrapped where, like, GIFs are a very social thing and they get shared just genuinely, like, just, just, they get shared. And one of the things that has been great for that has been messages. Uh, the messages extension that I added to the app really sort of helped that take off because when you share GIFs, they come with the little, like, you know, you, with GIF Wrapped thing, uh, underneath it, which is nice. But the, I guess the place that I see the most community is Twitter honestly and i don't know that i have i've done much to foster that particular community other than like creating the thing that everybody loves to talk about but it, it is one of these things where I, I try to meet the community where they already are because that's sort of how that community works it's it's that weird situation of like i've tried doing a slack and i've tried bringing the community to me and having them come to like to my little space where I can like get them to talk about the app and like get feedback and stuff like that. And we talked a little bit about that in the beta testing episode. But so what I've started to do is trying to go out into the community where the community already exists and where they are using GIF wrapped and where they're like sharing GIFs and collecting GIFs and stuff like that and trying to go to there and trying to be a little bit involved in the community. I can't say that I'm very good at it because <laughs> I'm just not, but. <laughs> But the, the, I think that's one of the approaches that I've tried is is taking me to the community as opposed to like trying to foster my own because despite the fact that gifts are social, it's also very difficult to foster a community around them because most of them sure. want to use the one that they're already in. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 I've considered like one of the challenges I have with if I were to try and get a community is, you know, to your point of like where they already are, are at ski resorts, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm at a ski resort on a given day, you know, maybe there are, I don't know, a dozen people using slopes at some ski resort in Vermont in a day. But there are thousands of people at that resort. And so, like, the ski community and the snowboard community itself at large are at these resorts, and that's the best place to connect with them. But it's hard to, like, I can't be at all the resorts at once. And it's hard to bridge those communities between resorts. Like, they're kind of around their own resort because it's everyone who lives there. Um so it's a very location based community thing. So I have to reach them online but naturally where they're communing is on the mountain. Uh so it's kind of a mix like I could focus on a mountain and be like hey I'm here this weekend and sometimes I'll tweet that. Um no one's ever been like, oh look, it's Curtis. Um that would freak me the heck out. But
1: you're not wearing enough slopes gear.
2: <laughs> I have a big sticker on my helmet. I actually had a guy ask for at uh, Lake Tahoe. He's like, Oh, can I have a sticker? He didn't even know what it was for, but he liked the sticker. <laughs> uh, that's good marketing. But yeah, so I, I have struggled with like connecting where they are, um, beyond like trying on Reddit and stuff, but you always get kind of slammed for self promotion there. So
1: have you ever thought about like creating your own Reddit thread or Reddit? page i think it's called you know i I say that like i like i know as if i know what um reddit is i only sort of know
2: yeah it's called a subreddit yeah yeah slash r slash slopes um i haven't done that yet my concern and part of why i i haven't approached fostering a community yet is because in my opinion it takes a concerted effort um and i already barely keep up with marketing yeah um, so the idea of creating a subreddit and moderating that and seeding it with content to keep it interesting and like, what the heck are they going to talk about? They'd rather be on slash r slash snowboarding, checking out all that stuff than the slope subreddit. So, yeah, I've considered it, but I just don't think I have what it takes in me to essentially make that an active community.
0: I've designed your new ski outfit.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> Can we please post this later? At- that
2: needs to go on the show on notes.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need we need to add alpha that, um, on the other, I don't think you word. understand how
2: snowboarding works. That might work well for skiers. Um for me. <laughs> I think that would be
0: a problem. I feel I felt felt like you needed hair, so I've just given you a little bit of hair there. Oh thanks. I usually wear a helmet though, it's safer. Hang hang on. Let, let me just adjust this for you. So this is my this is my my helmet. It's just sort of sitting on top. Right there. Oh my it's God. Barely there.
1: It's for decoration.
2: Jelly, that needs to go on Twitter in the next forty five minutes. <laughs> yes, please. Just no context. <laughs> anybody listening to the show go back to jelly's history on twitter we'll have a link at the end of the episode and you'll see the amazing
0: outfit he just designed me i'll just have a chapter thing like i did oh, in fine. The last go episode. check
2: the show notes i'm trying to get you followers jelly
0: <laughs> yeah yeah look it's it's not an easy thing and especially for somebody who is independent that sort of going out to where the people are and even even online Like, even if it is going out to, like, you know, going to the subreddit for, for, for snowboarding or whatever things, I don't know what Reddit is. You had it right. (laughs) You know, if you go to that, like, that, that, like, that's, that's fine. Like, it's, it's good for you to be in there if that's, uh, if that feels like something that you can, uh, you can commit time to. Or if you're already doing it, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I'm just already doing it because
2: I've watched season edits and people putting up their photos. And like I've actually seen a couple of people be like, oh, isn't that dude who works on slopes in slash r slash snowboarding? And then I'll magically get oh, a DM nice. an hour later with like a support request. <laughs> <laughs> Use the support feedback in the we, app. they found you. <laughs> Shoot. But yeah, like, a couple of people know that like the guy who makes slopes is actually on the subreddit, which is pretty cool. But like it's not like Slopes itself is hanging on with the subreddit or building a community. I'm just part of that bigger community, yeah. Uh, which is my kind of low key. It works because like I just want to see a bunch of snowboarding shit anyway. So it it works for me.
0: And H- have you considered yeah. taking advantage of that in some way, like maybe doing like a, a an AMA? That's a Reddit thing, right?
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone would give a damn about an AMA about me. And really. Yeah, and they're also very sensitive to self-promotion, especially in, like, the snowboarding subreddit. Different communities are different. Right, and,
1: Uh, well, that's when you, if you had your own page that you're managing, like, then they expect the self-promotion. Right, but then people would actually have to subscribe
2: to my page, and that would just never happen, so. I
1: don't know, you'd be surprised. I feel like, because you said your community is on Reddit a lot. Yeah. So, it wouldn't. I don't think it'd be too far of a stretch. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> a year from now, I'm going to be like, Alice, remember that thing you told me last year? Well, I finally I <laughs> did it and it worked.
1: No, I, uh, I, I also future to. Future Curtis, let me know how it goes. Yeah. I hesitate on taking anything on anything new that requires
2: ongoing effort. That's always my fear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I keep saying I'm going to create this like beta testing group and I'm like, I, and then I don't, uh, well, we're not there yet. But I also have to feel like I feel like I have to continue feeding it with like questions or making it like really right, interesting. Yeah. And, and like,
2: it's like content marketing. You got to keep yeah,
1: at it. Yeah. Right. Right. It, so it's, I, I agree. It's a lot of work. And I go through a lot of phases of being really excited about social media and then being like, all that effort went nowhere. <laughs> and so, and then I'm really quiet for a long time before I jump back in.
0: Yeah. And throwing back to the thing that I was saying in the beta testing episode about having a Slack for GIF wrapped. The Slack that I set up for GIF Wrapped worked really great initially. It was doing really well. There were people like posting things and, uh, and giving feedback and, uh, sharing GIFs and like coming up with ideas and stuff like that. And it's all of the things that I had hoped it would be because I had seen it work well for, for other apps. But I had to walk away for a period of time because I was busy with other things and I just couldn't spend the time on it. And then I came back, and it was all gone. Like it was it, all of that mm. effort, and all of that, all of that community, the that and the, and the momentum that had been built up was gone. Well, then it's a ghost mm. town, and people bail. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 this sort of thing where, like, if you uh, and I think to an extent that would be the sort of thing that would happen if you had your own subreddit for slopes, and probably the same thing would happen if I had a subreddit for for gift wrapped. Like, if I actually. Bothered to go on Reddit and look at Reddit. Uh, there is a GIF like there are GIF subreddits. These are oh, I check it all the time. Slash r slash
2: gifs. It's wonderful. Slash r slash reaction gifs is also really fun.
1: Slash j yeah. i f weird.
0: I would figure that that would be where you get your peanut butter. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's just, it would be the same situation. Like if I had my own gift wrap subreddit and then I would have to put the effort in to make sure that it was continually getting things happening and otherwise it dies. So that's, I I think that's one of the things to, that I appreciate, appreciate about going to the community rather than having the community where like come to me Mm. is that if I have to step away for a minute or for six months then that's okay. Like, I can step back in or I can just sort of, you know, see things happening and sort of monitor what's going on and sort of, you know, be a little bit less involved in, like, having to keep that momentum. The momentum doesn't fall to me to maintain.
2: Right. And some of that eventually, like, I've seen... Back when I was a consultant, I did some work for uh, almost a decade for a track and field foundation, and I saw various people that were loosely associated with that, like trying to build their own community around like pole vaulting or something like that. And I got to see like just starting a web form, like how much work is involved, seeding it with content up front and continuously over a multi-year period to get it to the point where what you're saying, Jelly, might become a little bit less of a concern because at that point, the community can just keep going on its own momentum. Yeah. But you need to have established people in there that are somehow creating their own content. And I think that's where it can be a struggle with an app is essentially our content are our feature releases. So I one community that comes to mind for me is the No Man's Sky, which is a video game. They have a subreddit that I'm a part of, and it's like a space exploration. And one thing that's great with a community like that is that people taking screenshots of the awesome planets they found or the awesome animals they found or something they built in the game is a lot of the content that they will post and self-maintain the community on without the creator having to come out with a feature update to get people talking. But for something like Slopes, they're taking pictures of their day, and that's all well and good. They'll put that on the snowboarding subreddit. But the content they're creating with Slopes isn't necessarily stuff they're going to share continuously and would build that momentum inside the community. They'll share some stuff, mm-hmm. but the stuff that you create with Slopes is meant to be shared on the main ones. I don't see that being self-sustaining on a dedicated one for Slopes. So that's where it struggles more. So like you, Jelly, with your GIFs, like people will post those GIFs that they find and they love on the GIF subreddit, but they wouldn't post them on a GIF wrap subreddit. They talk about your features there, and they're going to be once every you know, a couple months that you're doing that. So it's just hard to maintain that with app unless somehow your app enables people to create Mm, content. And I think being able to create content is a good shortcut to being able to kickstart a community around your app because people want to show off the content that they're creating with your app.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And I think the way that you could approach that is, as an example, is that you have ways of creating content that isn't just the content that like your user is typically creating, Curtis, for you, that's like sh- you've got your share cards and the like the days that like people are tracking and stuff like that. It could be as simple as like being able to create layouts or create maps or create things that can be shared and then used by other people.
2: Oh, the one gold mine for me is if I somehow integrated with GoPro and was able to augment their video and their pictures that they took with data from slopes. That would be a gold mine. I'm just yeah. not getting into that yet.
1: Mm. Soon, soon. Famous last word. Next, next week. Except right they're here. my words. Next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for Alice like it it could be as simple as like well as simple as like you you've talked about having stories and stuff like that and I think we recorded on an episode that we like it would be being able to have the kids record and share the story like their own stories and using yeah, using yeah. those characters like that that's a great way of creating that sort of content and that sort of like personal stuff that like other people can then use right as opposed to like oh I I went skiing this is, this is about, you know, this is what I've done. And that's the end of this, that's the end of that story.
2: Yeah. There's no compelling reason for people to look at that content.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We've been, um, I kind of want to take a break from the, some of the vocabulary stuff and just like create that like really small feature in there. So it's actually, so it does create the content. We actually just had a, a meeting with a teacher who mentioned like this is what I want and I'm like hey I want that too so we're like maybe we should you know make sure that goes in either like 1.0 or 1.1 or something like that and to build that momentum that way so look
0: I I think in the end it's probably a good thing to have some sort of community and build some sort of community around your app even if it just means that you're going out to the community as opposed to trying to actually like build one but being involved with the users of your app and being part of that, the community, I feel like it's super important. Like, you can probably have a pro- like a decent app without it, but how much are you missing out on because you're not actually involved and you're not actually seeing that stuff and listening to your, your users, your slopers, your goers, goers, your rappers? <sighs> yeah. So uh, that said, look, we, we should probably wrap up. So, uh, if you would like to get in touch with us, if you would like to if you would like to have a community around independence, then you can you can do that over email. I think we would call those people independence. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, it sounds almost the same, <laughs> but it's not. If you would like to get in touch with us, if you'd like to share, <gasps> no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Oh no! I've started a real.
1: Here, Here we go. I would
2: like to address everyone listening right now. Thank you for being a part of this wonderful community. I now dub thee the Pantless.
1: (laughs) That is way better. Oh, no.
0: If you would like to send us an email, (laughs) then you can do so. Hello at independence.fm is the address. Or you can jump onto our new website that is new with our new contact form. Shiny and new. Thank you, Jelly, by the way.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: (laughs) And send us an email there. If you'd like to talk to us individually, you can do that on Twitter or Mastodon or in other communities, but mostly Twitter. I am Jelly Bean Soup.
1: I'm Eda Duggo Must.
0: And I am at Parrots, the plural of the bird. And that's it for this fortnight. Until next time, goodbye.